Welcome to the Info Mini Chats, the best of WTAW's morning radio talk show, The Infomaniacs. Texas a and men's basketball. They fell behind big and never could rally against LSU last night. They now dropped seven in a row. We'll hear from headman Buzz Williams in sports, as well as touching on a little high school hoops in sports. Yeah, but one of the teams they beat beat number one. Yeah. So doesn't that mean that? Uh, no, 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 it yeah. doesn't. Arkansas, by the okay. way, uh, got the win over Auburn. Yeah kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. It was a really hard game to watch last night. Uh, and you got paid to. I got paid to, so that made it easier. Yeah, somewhat. They played great in the second half. Mm-hmm. By then it was a little too little too late. Yeah. Uh, well, and then, but, to, but to turn on uh, the television and see the arena, Bud Walton Arena, I mean, filled to the rafters. And I get Absolutely. it. You're playing the number one seed. Oh, yeah. You're the one, number one team in the country. Um, yeah, our crowd was a little lackluster last night. <sighs> a chicken or the egg, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Just if you win, they, they will come. That's yeah, how that's it works. Wait, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. So, uh, yeah, when does baseball start? <laughs> this Friday. Okay, just in time. Oh, yeah. really? Uh, Softball starts this weekend. Okay, so ba- baseball. Baseball's usually a week behind. Yeah. Let me see here. Usually is, yeah. You put me on the spot. It is, a, it is, it is. It's not this Friday, but the next one. And, you know, they're probably playing a bunch of Yankees who talk funny and, you know, <laughs> have pale skin and weak muscles. They're playing so the they're, former Prez's team. They're playing Fordham. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fordham. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah I know, but that's. Softball uh, has. Softball has. Uh, went, wait, which president went to Fordham? Donald Trump. Oh, is that right? Dude? Yeah. Because yeah. I've never seen him in a Fordham sweater. Uh, yeah, or <laughs> rocking a Fordham hat and yeah, then uh, the Trump exactly. Business Law School wow. or whatever. Now, okay. softball's a couple of uh, Texas teams coming in. Oh, so they've got good. A&M Corpus Christi and UT Arlington, and then they've got Western Kentucky also coming in. Right. So well, okay. that so, all starts this weekend. Just in time for it to get chilly. Uh, yeah, but I we, we met with Coach Joe Evans yesterday, and, and I brought it up to her. I said, this time last year, yeah. we were canceling a tournament because it was going to be 20 degrees. Look at you finding and, and the so, Yeah, so I'll, I'll take, you know, whatever chilly is compared yeah. to what it was last year. Probably right. Anyway, so uh, we got springtime temperatures the rest of the week. Trees are starting to bud. <laughs> Which is weird. Notice that yesterday. Just taking walk, time to smell the roses and watch the tree buds. Walking huh? in the neighborhood, watching the tree. But I mean, we don't know what to do. So how would the trees know, right? Mm. Right. Anyhow, they're out there, and and that's fine. Maybe that'll mean early blue bonnets. We'll see. Mm. You know, we can okay. look forward to that. I'm just trying to find some silver lining. <laughs> sure. It's not time. that bad, Scott. Oh, no. It's not like it's that cold. Well, it is because I I I looked this morning, and I find out. We've been buttering our bread wrong oh, all our lives. No. I know. What? I was worried about that this morning. And so, and we we actually have audio instructions on how to do that. And of course, it's a British person because they're snooty. Yeah. And you know they're going to tell us Americans, you people, you Philistines, what you've been doing wrong <laughs> all your life. Um, we uh, we also have a, a a life hack for you uh, that you can lose weight by sleeping more. Oh, oh, okay. How's yeah, well, because if you're asleep, you? you're not eating. That's all. Well, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I've always said if you're napping, you're not eating, and yeah. you're not spending money. That's true. That is a <laughs> that is basically a pretty good way to look at things. Yeah, um, you don't should never feel guilty about napping. The uh, the Super Bowl is coming this weekend. It's a big game that they play uh, in California uh-huh, this year. Uh-huh. And, oh, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know, and so we'll have any number of stories about that. They'll jam that down our throats, but we will find out. 
do you snack like a Rams fan or a <laughs> Bengals fan? Oh, so okay. I, and I don't know exactly what that means. We're going to kind of find out together about okay. it. All right. So that should be fine. Only yeah. imagine what Cincinnati fans snack well, on. Well, I just now don't like be judgmental. Skyline chili. Don't be judgmental. Don't tell us. Info. Mission. Now, I've never had Skyline Chili, yeah. but man, it does not look appetizing well, whatsoever. You think about things for people of East Texas eat. and uh, so Yeah, and I'm just, thinking, you know, remember. Californians are eating like plant-based stuff. Yeah, I mean, so. how much fun is that? Lots of avocado. Yeah, at some point That's okay. you gotta go crazy. No, yeah, the avocado is okay. Mm. It's that mystery meat. Okay, so this, um, you know, they need a quiet zone in downtown Bryan, and, and hopefully you know the, the story and the history of uh, downtown Bryan ending up being the city. It all started in Boonville, and then the railroad said, well, we're going to go here. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And we went, oh, we're going to go where the railroad is. And back then, it was not uncommon at all for railroads to decide the way cities would be laid out, and Bryan oh, yeah. certainly fell within that category because, after all, the railroad was the thing that was going. It was kind of like the Internet. I mean, it was what happened. It got stuff from here to there, and so they did that, and so we have railroad tracks through Bryan, which works out fine until, for instance, you might be wanting to stay in a hotel, and there's a train that you know has to blow its horn by right. law as it goes through downtown. So they created this thing called, and they're trying to create this thing called a quiet zone. And A&M's got their quiet zone taken care of, and uh, so Brian is trying to get theirs done, and they've been doing, they've been working with the railroad forever. Yeah, five years. Now we find out they've lost the license. There's a license agreement. Right. So the so UP cannot find the official licenses, which allows city streets to cross railroad tracks, and the city does also does not have those records. So here's Paul Casper again. And we asked if you know that could we move past that, and they said no. We need to create licenses for all of those undocumented crossings. Now, I wonder, can you do one big license for each and include that, 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 or do you have to do each one of those? And here's the thing, and they've talked about this in, uh, from day one. There's so much federal regulation when it comes to the railroads. Right. I mean, as if it's not bad enough to be someplace else. Now you got to wait on the feds. And so, you know, UP, Union Pacific has to do that. So they're, uh, I guess they're, they're I, so what happened is they had licenses, like paper, pieces of paper, right? Uh, yeah. That, that laid all this stuff out. Uh-huh. All right, Zach, I think we need to get your dad on this. Because <laughs> he's got that, uh, that organized chaos yeah. with papers. But the thing is, of course, he knew where he put it. Right. So I don't. Did we have people in Brian rifling through files? I mean, do you go back? I don't know where. Did we not make photocopies? Yeah, right. Yeah, and and again, you know, Paul Casper and the other audio, but he talks about you know this relationship we've had has been so long that yeah, who who knows where they are? And And, and probably one thought the other was keeping track of them. Yeah, (laughs) right. And going back to what you were saying, Scott, how come there can't be one paper to rule them all? And there may be. We don't know. But they're just gonna have to make it. Right. But what I'm I'm thinking that not all railroad crossings are created equal, right? Well, because I'm they each state, have their sure. okay. Yeah, right, right. I just didn't no, know if they right. each had their own thing because I mean things in downtown Bryan would be different than say something further down the tracks. Right. I just meant from within the city limits of Bryan, these these are okay. These rules okay, are okay. Gotcha. But don't know, and none of us knows until we can find the stinking papers. Mm-hmm. Man, I wish we'd been looking for that earlier. Yeah, yeah well, that would have hey, helped out a little bit. Speaking of railroad crossings, is there? Is there a reason why buses still have to stop at every railroad crossing? Because it's the law. <laughs> but why? Why is it the law? Because they're extra big. Yeah, extra big. Well, I mean, are they afraid that the... It's a safety that the, thing. That, well, I understand it's a safety thing, but I just... I, are they not thinking that the railroad uh, crossing guards will, will not let them know? Well, of course, there aren't, there aren't guards on every... 
every railroad crossing. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not just buses. Sometimes it's trucks as well that carry certain kinds of chemicals and that, that sort of thing that they have to stop at the crossings. And I guess it's supposed to be driver awareness. Yeah. I guess I just feel like it's outdated <laughs> because if you have the railroad arms, and I'm not saying that those can't malfunction. I was going to say, we still have stories every once in a while of somebody who gets stuck or, or tries to cross when they shouldn't. And you would hope that bus drivers have more common sense that than that, but this is just that extra level of protection. Clearly, yes. clearly the legislation happened because there were a number of accidents. Yeah. And you have to remember, not all railroad crossings are straight in both directions. Some of them have curves mm. right before they cross a road. Right. A whole lot of things that, that have to be taken care of. I don't know if it still does, but I think then the the crosswalk the the uh, the crosshatches used to say stop, look, and listen. I mean, I'm oh. not sure mm. that may have been a long time ago. I may be dreaming it. I'm not sure. <laughs> but the whole idea is the train cannot stop. I mean, cannot right. absolutely. So it behooves the other people who can stop to be sure they're paying attention. Yeah, and I think when you're talking about buses, you've got people who are putting their lives and trusting the bus driver yeah. versus them just driving themselves. And, and I get it's a very minor oh, yeah. inconvenience to right. me who is behind them and I waiting was on say, them. Why, yeah, where did this come well, from? Well, I just got stuck because traffic is abysmal, anyways, on George Bush in Welburn. But I mean, if you get stuck behind behind a bus, that there's clearly not a train coming but they have to stop anyways and mm -hmm. i understand it is the law and yeah. i i think that we should err on the side of caution it, right. i'm just curious well mm -hmm. once again 30 years ago tom turbyville when he moved over uh you know on the west side of town he just couldn't believe that there was a, actually a railroad track that went over villa went through villa maria how in the world could that happen <laughs> as before we had the overpass and all right that. but we kind of explained to him that it'd been there a long long time certainly longer than he'd lived over in the west side of Bryan. but yeah it, it's it's an inconvenient thing and they and they try to obviously minimize those opportunities when vehicles and trains have to meet. That's why they do overpasses and underpasses for that reason, but going to be plenty of them out there, and that's why they have to stop it. Right at the end of our show yesterday, Zach was telling us about an appliance challenge. Yeah. How'd that work out I for dropped you? dropped that little bomb on yeah. us. Um, so on Monday, the wife and I were hanging out at home, and again, I go home for lunch generally, and so she works from home, and so we're hanging out, and we're in the living room, and I turn around, and there's water in the floor. Okay. I mean, there's just a whole puddle, and it's making its way towards the kitchen. Oh, and towards it's moving. Uh -oh. oh, yeah. It's, it's it is moving, and it's sudsy. And I'm thinking, oh, my uh, gosh, the washing machine uh -huh. is busted. And so I quickly run over and I turn off the water, turn off the washing machine. Um, and we had our Roomba. Poor Steve was hanging out in the floor. Oh. And his battery was hanging out in the floor. He was in water. And so well, we that's had to. That's not good. Yeah, no, it's not. Poor so Steve. we quickly had to grab him. We had to make sure that we moved to furniture. We had to move the table in the kitchen, everything else. So we're doing all this mess, pull out all the towels, literally all of the towels that we had had mm. including the baby's towels and so we're soaking up all the water and it just it took forever and we finally got that done then i go and i make sure that the power is turned off to the to the washing machine and dryer i pull it out i survey behind it i look underneath and you can only imagine god knows what was underneath the washing machine because oh, yeah. i haven't moved it since i bought the place oh, sure, and yeah, i yeah. imagine before that it hadn't been moved in Beer forever caps, pieces of pizza uh, yeah, oh well yeah, the people pizza. that lived there before i bought it uh yeah. had very large dogs that oh. apparently shed quite a bit okay <clears throat> nice so we we had to do that and i got on on all fours made sure that it didn't have any holes in it or anything like that and it ended up being okay like we sent it on a couple of test runs and 
it was fine. It didn't leak. So I don't know if it was just something that we put in the wash machine. Um, we were washing a couple of the dog's beds, and the wife's done it multiple times before. Maybe but, too big of a load. Yeah, I'm thinking that's what it was, hmm. or just too sudsy or something. But since then, knock on wood, it's okay. Oh, you didn't have to fix anything. No. Oh, I thought I thought I thought it was repairman Zach to the rescue. No, but I made sure that nothing was busted okay, on it. Okay, there you go. So there's <laughs> and that. I tested it. Yeah. I didn't even have to fix. I just looked at it and it fixed itself. E- yeah, even better. That's uh, you save money. But now you have to rewash all your towels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we had to do that. So, okay. but you know, that's a that's a small price to pay. But we were also thinking, you know, what happens if we had set that and just left the house well we got true lunch you would have yeah. come home to a, a even bigger mess so is yeah, steve okay terrible no steve's fine he started oh, right good. up yesterday so oh, it really ended up pretty pretty positive and okay. we did some uh, much needing cleaning back there too right, so well that's uh all right good to know hey so uh i don't know if you know it or not valentine's day is coming up oh yeah it's on uh, i think it's on monday yeah, I think gentlemen that's probably right yeah and again and so ladies that i mean we've been giving you plenty of warning yep. but i mean monday may be a bad situation it kind of sneaks up on you yep. on a monday yeah it'll be super bowl and boom boom day, valentine's, valentine's day, day. So apparently we think very little of Valentine's Day. No, nope. Because <laughs> it was created by Hallmark. A uh, recent survey found the uh, majority of adults, like 58%, don't think that Valentine's is a real special occasion. Okay. <laughs> uh, however, there are 30% who say that it is. So it's 58 to 30, but, okay. uh, but, but nonetheless. Um, around four in five of us say that they prefer Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day. No, oh, definitely. Everybody gets to eat. <laughs> what is that about? And quite often... Although you, you do have to spend time with family most of the time with Thanksgiving. Giving. Valentine's Day can be a little bit more secluded. Good point. The uh, the same shares say that they prefer Christmas. Now, about two-thirds of us like Mother's Day more than Valentine's Day. Oh, interesting. Uh, the only holiday that Valentine's Day comes even close to topping... <laughs> It's Labor Day. Oh, <laughs> wow! Dude, okay. a lot of people. Wow. I mean, At least you get off of work for Labor Day. Some people do. Yeah, and sometimes the weather's nice. Yeah, it, it would be interesting to know, and maybe maybe we'll find out at, at some point how many paper valentines. Mm-hmm. Are still being sent. Yeah, I was. I loved Valentine's Day when I was a kid because in elementary school, you you know used to hand out Valentines to yep. all your classmates, and you had your little mailbox, and you know you got to oh, and it was candy, right? Like that was what was associated for Valentine's Day when mm-hmm. you were a kid was candy. It was Very like a true. second Halloween. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I just feel like there's either a lot of pressure on Valentine's Day, uh, or you're single and so you hate Valentine's Day, uh, or you just you know, or yeah, you just don't care because you think that, well, Hallmark came up with it. It's you know, whatever. I don't know. It's just an excuse to, to buy, you know. Right. When you're a kid, whatever. it's all fun. Yeah. Because oh, for sure. As an adult, it becomes worse. Well, <laughs> well but just, ha- go ahead. Well, it just so happens, too, that my wife's birthday falls three days before oh, Valentine's yeah. Day. So you use that up, right? <laughs> but, but you think about that. What in life isn't like Valentine's Day in that when you're a kid, it's great. Mm, right. And that's when you, true. When you become a grown-up, it oh. suddenly becomes a stress point. I mean, there are a lot of things in life. Wow, that's that a, yeah, that that's definitely a good point. Because you're just a kid. Hey, right. Just right. let it happen. You're yeah. a kid. If you mess it up, it's okay. It'll be fine. You're growing up. You're learning. Yeah, but, man, man. Holidays really turn darker the older you get. Alright, you've been buttering your bread wrong. Oh, no. And here's some guy from England to tell you how to do it. What we should do, take the bread, take the entire piece of butter, place it onto your plate. This is where the saying comes from, breaking bread. So you break the bread into small pieces, mouth size, bit of butter, butter it, perfect, 
and that's how it should be done. Oh, so as opposed okay. to putting it it's on with a knife. It's more of a dipper, a dip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got to get some guy from England. To okay. Tell us. And because he has a British accent, we believe him. Yeah. Right. Sounds good to me. Sure, that's All where right. breaking bread comes from. Yeah. Yes. I'm just telling you this. Okay. I believe him. There are 27 <laughs> ingredients listed on the side of a can of cheese whiz. Uh huh. Cheese is not one of them. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. It's still good. And did, did you know the original piano only had 54 keys back in the 1700s instead of the 88 and oh, okay. Oh, okay. This will be like our two-minute Olympic uh, segment. Okay. You know, because we don't need to. Dun, we don't need to spend more than that. Nobody's watching it. Yeah, yeah. you're right. The you're numbers right. are abysmal. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't watched any of it. Right. And I get it. Um, I, I do feel sorry for the broadcasters. Again, they're mm -hmm. making massive amounts of money for sitting on their duff at home. But but the idea... But you know they wish they could be there. Sure. The idea of a broadcaster is to capture the moment. That's mm -hmm. what our jobs are, right? Yes. Tell the story, capture the moment. It's tough enough to do it for some SEC basketball game when you're sitting at home in... In, in your basement. Right. Yeah. Doing that. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you talk about the disconnect on so many levels to try to build the drama of mm -hmm. international competition when there's nobody in the stands. Yeah. Yeah. Especially an outdoor sport, like an outdoor arena type situation, yeah. too. I mean, you're missing all of the atmosphere. Well, well, they give you the sound, natural sound and that kind yeah. of stuff, but the swoosh, swoosh. Well, I, <laughs> that, yeah. I sent you guys the picture of the big jump that they have, and it's mm -hmm. surrounded by the silos. I don't know exactly what they're there for. I don't know if they're coolers or, or well, whatever yeah. well, it people is. People can't see that. They don't, but it's just the idea. How could you do that? How can you how can you expect people to sit and watch that? How would you engage that? Okay, but how many people could could watch it without any broadcasters and still be interested? No, none. Mm, very, excuse yeah. me, I don't very know about few. that. Yeah, no, in the Olympics, I, I, well, when, when you yeah. need to know what it takes to be able to do this well. You know True. What I'm yeah. I mean, it, it definitely seems a lot less uh, well I don't, much of an event as it has been in years past. I guess what certainly. I'm saying is I don't think it's that I don't think the reason people aren't really watching are because the broadcasters are no, having no. a trouble no. are having trouble broadcasting. I, I don't think that's the issue. I think people just don't have interest in it. Yeah. I, I mean, part of it, let's say maybe you know in the Olympics were every two years, but because the Summer Olympics just happened, I know I was kind of like, oh, is it already time for the the Winter Olympics right. again? Because not. I'm not saying that people are like burn out on the Olympics because they just had it a few months ago, but uh, that could be part of it. There wasn't as much time. And, and then again, with it being in China and all the controversy that is surrounding the, the country and, and just everything that goes along with it, it seems like the headlines of the controversy and all of that stuff is making more headlines than the actual yeah. athletes. Yeah. And there's so many more options now. Because, I mean, in years past, uh, you didn't have hardly as many options to watch on television and the streaming and stuff like that. A lot of people have cut the cord. And, you know, yeah. unless you have Peacock right. or you have a, a bunny ears that'll pick up NBC, right. then you're not going to be That's watching That's a big NBC. reason why I'm not watching it right. is, you know, we don't have that the regular cable and we don't have the Peacock app. And then America wins their first gold in an event that... I've never heard of. It's fairly new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's fairly new. It came up in 2006. So in 2006, uh, in the very first one, uh, this this competitor, Lindsay Jacob Ellis, who won the gold this year, she was actually leading the pack. And on the very last jump, 
she decided that she would do kind of a little trick Uh-oh. and ended up wiping out. Okay, so what's the, what do you do? What's it called and what yeah, do you do? Yeah, what's it called again? Snowboard cross. Okay. Yeah. And so oh, it's, okay. it's a race yeah. and you go over all of these jumps on a snowboard and you're going mm-hmm. across the across so, the course. Yeah, you've seen you've seen this probably on on bicycles or like on I, like uh, bike X. Motorcycle. Mo- you know, yeah, motocross. motocross. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not okay. bicycles, sorry. But motocross, yeah. Right. Yeah, so there's a so there's a, a race path and then there's different jumps you have to take, but they're on snowboards. And so she decided to do something a little special and wiped out. Yeah. Well, nice. back, Last in, time. back in Last 2006. Time, right. And so she's been waiting that long to finally get some redemption after that embarrassing moment. Gotcha. And she finally got the call. Cool. In so. 2006? Yes. Is that right? Yep. Well, I said she's wow. 36. She yeah. is the oldest female medalist for the U.S. in Winter oh, Olympics. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I don't, do you feel like the, I get, there's so many different sports, it's hard to say. I was going to, do you feel like the average age could be a little bit higher in winter Olympics than it could be in summer Olympics. Um, it depends on the sport. I know it does. Yeah, that's yeah. Because it's, it's hard to say summer versus winter. I mean, it really I, does. I say that sport. you know, Lolo Jones ended up doing the Winter Olympics and was on the women's bobsled oh, team. That's true. Uh, you know, when she was older and kind of, I guess, past her prime, so to speak, in track for and track field, and field. Yeah. Um, you know, skiing it does take a large amount of physical effort. But I think that you can do it probably for longer than you like can. gymnastics. Right. Exactly. <laughs> gymnastics is like, oh, well, you're 18. Now you're too you're old. You're way Sorry. too old. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so there's a story. And Chelsea, I'm going to bring you a copy of it so you can see it. You'll enjoy this since you're a workout hamster. Um, this lady's 65 years old. Uh-huh. And she still is part of the ski rescue unit up in uh, oh, the northeast somewhere. Cool. And her training regimen at 65 Truly amazing. We'll talk about that. Okay. But, and but then the, there was some controversy about somebody who was from China but born yeah, in America. This is yeah. This was the only, This was an interesting story I saw. So her not her name is Eileen Gu, and she is an 18 year old. She was born and raised in California, okay. but her mother is Chinese, and so she decided uh, back in 2019, I guess when they were qualifying and, and whatnot, that she would compete for China. And so the problem is, though, is in China, you are not allowed to have dual citizenship. Ah. Like you can only. You're either with us or not. Correct. And so after she and she won gold and and China welcomes her with open arms like they they call her their snow princess. And and she is definitely somebody who is uh, is very she's a free skier. I don't know that whatever. But anyway. And so they love her. Freestyling it. Well, so she but during the press conference after she won, the press kind of pressed her about her citizenship and and she about her, you know, dual nationality and and she basically just kept you know uh avoiding the question or 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 re you know kind of just getting around it and never really answering uh-huh so, so i don't know well and she reporters asked her several times if she was still a u.s citizen she dodged answering each time saying only that she felt american in the u.s and chinese in china uh, now obviously uh, the well. u.s doesn't I mean, you can be a dual citizen and you can compete for other countries. We've talked about this. Right. But it's just interesting because um, in in China, it's unclear whether or not she renounced her American citizenship, which is usually a requirement for Chinese naturalization. And you have to be careful because if you're an athlete in China and you speak out, sometimes you disappear. Any healthy, any health hack is probably a pretty good thing to try, right? Yeah. Sure. So... 
you know, if you're trying to be healthier. Yeah, if you like to do that, <laughs> right? Unless it, it well, involves eating tofurkey or something. Well, and any health hack that says I can lose weight with little or no effort, that's like a win-win. Yeah, right? let's go. Okay, so uh, with this one, uh, you don't even have to be conscious. The new study from the University of Chicago found you might be able to lose weight just by sleeping more. Well, Chelsea talked about it. Yeah. You're sleeping, you ain't eating. Recher- researchers tracked how many hours people slept at night, compared it to what they ate. Mm, this and makes sense. When people got a full eight hours of sleep, never. Um, they, oh, I do. Yeah. They consumed 270 fewer calories a day. Okay. okay. Makes uh, sense. For some people, it was up to 500 calories a day. And, and part of it, I'm sure, is, yes, you're sleeping more, you're eating less, but it, when you are fully rested, you just feel better in general, probably goes on to make, you, you go on to make better choices throughout the day. Well, and I wonder how much of those, cal- or how many of those calories come in the form of caffeine? Because you're trying oh, to stay awake. Uh, you're trying to get energized. Yeah. That, wait, does caffeine uh, have calories? Yeah, caffeine well, doesn't. Caffe- it depends on how drinks. you drink oh, caffeine. Dinner. Yeah, oh, but if you oh, drink yeah. black well, coffee, you're no. not consuming that ma- that many more calories. Right. I'm thinking more, you know, we talk about being hangry. Well, that's hungry and angry, but usually that also has something to do with if you're tired and cranky. And so <laughs> if you're tired, I just feel like you, you maybe you're eating a little bit more emotionally. Yeah, I think oh, right. eating. Exactly. Well, and that's what a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. You eat for the wrong reason. Right, right. So 270 uh, is a lot, by the way, uh, if you make it a habit. I mean, over oh, time, yeah. that, Adds up. that could make a significant difference as far as that goes. Hello? Justin. Justin. It's us. Justin. It's the Infomaniacs. Justin. 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 Hey. Hey, hey. Justin. It's Scott. And Chelsea. And Zach. The Infomaniacs. And you're a winner today. Hey, thank you. Awesome. I can't wait for my mouse hat. Yeah. And we'll, and we'll throw in some Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue and also uh, the February 16th performance of Rent from Opus. Uh, you can pick all that up at the uh, top of the Guarantee Bank. Well, not at the top, on the fifth floor of the Guarantee Bank yeah, building. It's basically the top. We're, we're not going to make you climb to the roof and do that. Uh, hey, <laughs> Justin, what do you do? I'm in the oil field, sir. Oh, oh, nice. So, like, you're out on the road, right? How far out of town are you right now? I'm right here in Benchley area. Oh, very good. Say hi to all the... Not too far away. Yeah, say hi to all the Benchley maniacs while you're there. Okay, so so now what do you you do in the oil industry as far as service is concerned? I'm in the uh, chemical business. So are you, like, outside much? Yes, all day long. Ah, so our weather report is important to you. The accuracy (laughs) of our weather report probably helps. I guess today's a great day, huh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Weather's going to be good. So later this week, you wearing t-shirt, tennis shoes, and shorts, or no? Uh, usually about till about nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen, come by here. We've got it for you. Thank you, Justin. Drive carefully while you're out there on the road. Okay, buddy? Hey, thank you, sir. Thanks. Bye, Bye Justin. Justin. Yeah. By the way, uh, Justin guessing 40 points. Oh, yep. Yep. Okay, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the other deal. We kind of did that today uh, to, to get the aggregate score. And if you're, uh, if you're the one who comes up with, ooh, if we have a tie, I don't know. what. Maybe we could have the winners if it's a tie come up and arm wrestle. 
Peloton. Yeah. I mean, two years ago, Peloton was, it was the bomb. It was it so was. hot right mm-hmm. now. It's or then. so expensive. I mean, they come and set it up. They charge you for everything. But we also talked about it. They actually increased sales when they made the bike more expensive. Yes. Yes, they did. I mean, everybody was mm-hmm. locked in. They were having to exercise, all that. Yep. Then, uh, I don't know, about eight, eight, nine months ago, things started to get a little dicey because there were some people who got injured. A child was killed. Yeah, the treadmill recall didn't help, obviously. Yeah. But now also with real gyms making a comeback and opening back up after COVID, uh, Peloton basically is, is tanking. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, their CEO, John Foley, announced he is unclipping from the company. Yeah. He will stay on as executive chairman. Uh, Peloton is also cutting 2,800 jobs. That's 20% of their workforce. Wow. Uh, none of those were reportedly instructors, so everybody kind of behind the scenes. However, no worries. They will get one free year membership oh. to Peloton oh, as part well. of their severance package. <laughs> well, there is some talk, yeah. and here's the reason I think that the CEO stepped down. There is uh, part of the reason is that Nike and Amazon are, are talking about are, buying it. Are looking mm-hmm. at acquiring that. And Google. Yes. Oh, yep. is Google yep. there? I didn't yep. know. All yep. the big ones. That'll be wonderful. But I mean, that just gives you an idea of how quickly things can turn in oh, today's economy. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, man, if you're trying to find a safe shelter or investment, it's tough to do right now because yep. you will never know what's going to happen. Top one minute, down on the yeah, next. Once again, Very true. eventually there will only be two of everything. Now, 47 degrees right now. It's going to get all the way up to 70 degrees today. It'll be kind of, yeah, that's it. Well, that's why I asked, yeah, I, you know, if we, maybe if Justin was wearing flip-flops and tennis shoes. Yeah, I'm sure. In the, the oil, oil business. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Info Mini Chats. We'd love for you to rate our podcast and leave us a review. Telling your friends about us would be greatly appreciated, too. And if you really love the episode, you can hear that and more when you tune into WTAW's Infomaniacs weekday mornings from 6 till 9 on 1620-945 or online at RadioAguiland.com.